And we're back. Welcome to Frame of Reference. This is one of your co-hosts, Takesha and Shanice. We are relaxing today, sitting on Shanice's couch. We are going to uh, basically chat a little today and see how this goes. Um, We're trying to figure out how we want to move forward with the podcast. If we want a little more direction in what we discuss, how's it going for our seven listeners out there? <laughs> and, you know, just basically feedback. Um, one of the things we're exploring is possibly doing, instead of doing like seasons, because I really don't understand how seasons work with podcasts, because some people be just on a loop and they just take a vacation and call it a season. Some have a clear distinction that I'm still not aware of, so either way, <sighs> we're so lax that I don't even know what would work best for, you know, us overall, so we have been exploring possibly doing like 10 episode chunks and then taking a little break since we've been faced with the challenge of when to record, especially with it being nicer out, we want to We want our kids to be outdoors more often, which is good right now because they are outside and we're inside, but, you know, it limits us to playgrounds. Can't actually record while we're outside, especially (laughs) with this mic. With this mic, which picks up everything. Yeah. So we're we're working on it. So let's see, like, um, so we've done a few different discussions so far, mostly focused on homeschooling. Um, were they all focused on homeschooling? I don't think so. No. Um, we don't necessarily focus on only homeschooling. We talk about everything, right? But that is where we're at for the most part in our lives. And what we do tend to highlight on any given day we hang out or interact. Homeschooling is a big part. So, I don't know. I kind of want to see how we move forward with there's some things like um i'm about to uh i have a meeting this weekend we're trying to do some birth justice stuff for new jersey i don't know if we want to highlight those kind of things i would love to have guests or talk to other people but i don't know how to fit people into our recording sessions our schedule because yeah. <laughs> that would require people coming to your house I guess so, but most people I know that are interested in that for meeting downstairs. Yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, but we need we need people to travel. I do not know how to have conversation with people on the phone. I don't know how to record stuff like that. We don't have any engineers or any um, people willing to edit our stuff, so we have limitations in what we can and can't do. Uh, all right. The question is, why have a podcast, right? Nah. <laughs> I still need it. Oh, my God. If we ever get to a point, today is not the day, but I'm going to need to have a vaccination talk with a lot of people. It's driving me crazy. The, the, the people, the podcast, the, the, the indignant indignation of woke people and their chastising of parents when they don't even have kids of their own is frustrating. <sighs> Anyway, that's a tangent I don't mean to go on right now. All right, 
So let's see. So what do you want to do? Um, AIDS, if it turns to vaccines, it's just a lot of it is just parody, I think. You hear someone else make a statement and you think you agree with it, so you just keep down that path. It's driving me crazy. So let's see. What can we talk about? Um, I know we had a request to talk about like um, how we are with our kids. Um, I would love to. We could talk about how we are in what sense. I don't know. There was, um, what was it y'all was asking about? I, mean, I could um, be better if that's <laughs> just a generalization. Well, or I, you know, on that note, we posted something in the homeschools of color group about things you hope your kids remember. Like, yes. And all I could think of was all the things I hope they don't remember. Like yep. the yelling and the, the disconnect. Like the other day, Jonathan says to me, um, what's it called? Something about being a family. Oh, we, were, we did something. We went out and I was like, oh, we're like a family. Like we don't do, like we haven't been doing stuff together as much because I've been, every weekend I've been doing something else or, you know, we're so... Yeah. And during the week, I'm like, go upstairs and play while I clean the kitchen or do whatever, or relax on the couch because I need it. But um, he was like, I wish we did more things as a family. We're not, we don't do things as a family. We're not really family. I know other families. Like, what makes a family? I got all defensive. Like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? We don't, we don't do stuff as a family. What don't we do as a family? But I mean, in a way, he's right. We don't, we don't eat dinner all the time together because they refuse to sit at the dining room table, so they sit at the kitchen counter. And there's only four stools, and I don't want to sit at a stool. And then the kitchen table is filled with like art projects all over the place. So then I just go to the couch, and they're not allowed to eat at the couch and watch TV. So me and my husband are on the couch, and they're in the kitchen. So I'm like, okay, that's fair. We can eat together. But you guys got to go to the dining room table. Therefore, you have to clean up the dining room table. But nobody wants to clean up the dining room table. I'm not cleaning up the mess. So <laughs> you put yourself, we perpetuate this cycle of like, not getting I'm trying to be better about clearing up the dining room table. The funny and thing without is, the, de- the thing is, we don't actually do work up here. If the kids are doing work upstairs, it's usually in the kitchen. I don't even know why Tegan has a desk at this point. <laughs> it's just it's like a, a one stop shop of the junk that she amasses during the week. Yeah, we have. They have you a ask table. Ask her to use it. It's like you're killing her. Ugh. So, so if they if work, didn't have, if she didn't have it, she didn't be asking here, for it. <laughs> it's in the kitchen, um, mm-hmm. but most of what we do is downstairs. And yet, throughout the day, and I don't even know why, because the dining room is off to the side. You got to go out of your way to deposit things on the table, <laughs> but it just collects things throughout yeah. the day. And so by the time dinner goes around, then we just inevitably eat in the kitchen, and those piles of shit all over the dining room table. Uh, we're trying to be better. Yeah, I, trying to be so. I had a group. I have all the stuff. I I set up a bunch of stuff in our dining room when we were doing the scrapbooking last, what winter, fall, whatever last semester for our co-op, and I just never took the stuff out. I had to put the table up, but put stuff to the side, and I'm just stacking stuff there. And I'm like, I need to clean this up because they have a table upstairs. They have room, a whole entire playroom, work room, devoted to like this stuff. And of course, I'm like, <sighs> but yeah, so. The thing about them at the dining room table that I like is that I could be in the kitchen and they could be right there and they be in the same space. But I don't, half of the stuff they do, I don't really actually need to be present. 
but I think that's what he's talking about that I send them upstairs to play mm -hmm. and then I'm downstairs trying to do my own thing and he's feeling some type of way about that but these kids may be tired it's all day long I just want to yeah. well, <laughs> it's also complicated in ways that they don't really understand from start to finish mm -hmm. like my kids are used to having a, a game day and a movie night we don't watch we don't have movie night or we haven't really had we've had them inconsistently since we moved here mm -hmm. uh, we haven't really had one in a while because part of what tends to happen is we have a movie night and then it turns into or movie afternoon and then it turns into movies all day and then the next mm -hmm. thing you know we're like at the park at 8.30 at night because we've been in the house watching TV all weekend and we need <laughs> to get moving. Yeah, and that's that's my um, argument with him. We did that this weekend. We watched Back to the Future on Sunday and then Back to the Future 2, oh no, Saturday. Back to the Future 2 and 3 on Sunday. And then of course it's like, well, yeah, he wants more TV. Yeah. yeah. Or like we used to have game night pretty regularly. Like once a week we had game night schedule, but even though all of the games made it here since we have been here they've had their friends play or they don't put things back and i find pieces of games all over the place i'm sure that they've pieces that have made their way to the trash so now you're gonna play a game sit down and play a game all the pieces are missing and then everybody's upset because they can't play the game yeah that was and i'm i'm not really we had this conversation several times as we unpack the games we had this conversation several times as they started playing with the games with their friends um, to make sure everything gets back. So I'm not really into buying any more board games until so not especially, well, they are expensive, but especially not into the fall when the weather slows down again. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start rock out with Mitch Matt game pieces and yeah. give that up. Yeah, and then we still have to go through all of the games to see what has pieces and what doesn't. I mean, at this point, I'm 100% sure that none of the games have all of the pieces and they all need to be thrown out. And like that's all. That'll, that'll be the family time. Yeah. I the, mean, the sorting and throwing away of the board games. I feel like they, feel, they make me feel neurotic when I'm like, okay, let's put all the pieces back. Like the Blockus game, how many of the colors? Like every one that needs 21 pieces. And. They don't even play it right, but I used to sit down with them and play that card games. They want to play it. They think that yeah, um, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna schedule a game night that's just gonna be sort sorting <laughs> the games into piles to throw away and seeing what games have pieces that we can now put on the craft chart, craft cart to use for <laughs> art projects because yeah. they're useless now as board games. That you you that, you kids have that rush hour game. We have the rush hour junior game, which is really fun. No, I don't think so. Every time they pull it out, they want Kamora just wants to play with the cards. They'll play with the like do the puzzle, and then all of a sudden she's just playing with the cards and collecting them. And I'm like, that's not what the game is for. So then I feel a crazy way and after I'm putting the pieces away, and that one managed. We still have the pieces, but yeah, that that would be a fun thing just to sit down and like I could think of like at least five different board games that we have that should probably just go in the trash at this point. That's crazy. They wake up loud. But yeah, so this weekend we played, we watched movies, which was great because it was time. Like, 
So your your kids are a bunch of the kids from co-op have been talking about building a time machine. And Jonathan, I have this weird lazy Susan exercise thing. So you stand on it and you're supposed to just move your body side to mm -hmm. side. So Jonathan was turning on it and he goes, I'm going through the future. Hi, future mommy. So he was like obsessed with like future stuff. So he kept referring to me as a future mommy. So I was like, well, if I'm in the future, then I know what happened in the past. So he kept asking me what happened in the past. <laughs> so I was telling Greg about it. He was like, he might be ready for back to the future. I was like, possibly. So they watched the first one. We, well, we watched the first one. And I had got Greg for Christmas um, the, the Blockheads of Marty McFly and Doc. And he never put it together. So I was like, oh, cool. We watched the movie. And then now you can put this together with them. And didn't make it to that part. Because <laughs> then Saturday we went out to buy a deep freezer. Or was that Sunday? Now I'm messing up my days. One of the no Saturday we got the deep freezer. So then Sunday he was like, oh we can watch. Like we, I sent them outside for a couple of hours and he was like, we can watch. Um, the other two. I thought we were just gonna watch one. We ended up watching both of them. And the second one, the the third one, I was like, I already seen this one more recently, so I know what happens in it. I'm just gonna take a shower. And get dinner ready or whatever. But yeah, after that he wanted to watch basketball and he wanted to watch more TV. And yesterday he was crying because he didn't get to watch basketball for bedtime. And I'm just like, every time we turn on TV, it's like, I want more TV. And while I don't mind a show or two, our house, it's a, the, the issue with being excessive about it. Like, you overdo it and then you cry. <laughs> Well, I keep not even have tantrums about it anymore. It's just that they, it's like that. being on coke. Like afterwards, they're all like revved up and like bouncing off the walls and overly energetic and aggressive. Mm. Like, I see mine are just... What is... They what is this? They've always been like that though. Even when they were little, we preferred noggin, which mm -hmm. was... It was still around the tail end of when Tegan was... Um, baby and a toddler um but by the time seriously was one they had already pulled it in lieu of like the garbage that's on now mm. and so we preferred noggin and sprout I love and sprout. then when both of when sprout was pulled we made the jump to pbs kids and so it was always like calm mm -hmm. muted colors like actual storylines and plots we love curious George. um <laughs> And even that, like at the end of it, it wasn't necessarily a tantrum. Um, it was just like crazy, hyper, aggressive. It was like just pouring sugar down his throat. Mm. Like, I don't understand it. Yeah, which is counterintuitive. The iPads would result in tantrums. Mm. But the TV, it was just like everything. Super hyperactivity. Everything results in a tantrum. They've made their way to the deck now. I thought they were getting balloon uh, bubbles. They did get the bubbles, but they have not taken the bubbles down the stairs. They have <laughs> they're blowing bubbles a mess. <laughs> bubbles right outside okay. the window. Yeah. I heard Kai saying crying. Maybe he's good now. Well, um, somebody's going to be crying because when I brought the five bubbles out, realized that somebody broke one of the bubble wands. So it's like the lid and it's the tube, but there's no wand in it. I say, like, well, I'm not going back to the car. Oh, Where there is actually a sixth one. But I'm not. <laughs> you strategically brought up five. I'm not doing that. It'll be fine. 
What is that move? That's moving the bench on the desk. Oh, I just realized that that was the bench. I didn't, I processed that you had the wand out there, but I didn't process that it was on your bench. I should have looked at the bench. We were trying to get our furniture and grades. We're talking about like the sturdiness of it. So I should have touched it. Then. I realize, like, I don't even care about that. We're getting way off tangent now, but like, <laughs> we were not. We're not an, on any. I'm <laughs> gonna put my planters back there. We've been mm-hmm. having a hard time finding deck furniture, patio furniture that we like, and because we were planning to get the picnic table anyway, mm-hmm. just for us to be able to work out there and do things out there, um, and mostly for the kids to like play and have crafts whatever just have space outside to sit um i'm not gonna worry about it anymore like i'm gonna get like a bistro set so i can sit and have my coffee mm-hmm. and for, we have the bench and like i said we'll get the grill we'll put our deck uh planters out for our summer garden but in terms of actual furniture I decided to stop looking, mm-hmm. and when it the right thing presents itself to me, then I will buy it. I'm no longer going to seek this out. Well, we like the one from my um, Target. We're gonna get that one, I guess, because he thought it was much more sturdy. My thing is an umbrella and a comfortable chair for me to actually sit in. I like this wicker like chair and a half that looks like it has a little awning on it. I don't know where to put it, but I'm like, I want that for myself to literally. Just curl up in there and just be outside with the kids, but not actually have to <laughs> engage with the kids. Neil has the oh, <laughs> so what bad. do you call it? I sound like I don't like my kids. <laughs> I do like them. He has so tired. a few of those uh, Adirondack chairs. Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel like I want to be sitting that deep down into something. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to. Like I. <laughs> Like, I was sitting out there on the bench last night, and it was perfectly fine for me. Like, just, I'm not trying to be here forever. Yeah. I want to. I want to. I feel like I want to sit here while I sit here, and then I'm going to go inside when I go inside. And See, never the two shall meet. Because so if I'm out there sitting, I can see my couches from the deck. Oh, I yeah. can see oh, my that's comfy good. chair from the deck. <laughs> So if I would be comfy, I'd come sit out here and I can yeah. open a window and hear them. That's true. But, but see, but your kids will be fine without you outside. But I feel like for me, I need to be outside for my kids to spend more time I was outside. trying to figure <laughs> out a way because I know one of the ways that my kids will stay outside long. And my kids stay outside pretty long most of the time anyway. They've been outside three hours, three and a half hours already today. Um, as if they can take their music outside but I don't want them to have anything plugged in I don't want to give them a phone to like do the mini speakers so I have to try and figure out something let me know because cheap and affordable that they could do that and they would be distracted why don't we have boom boxes play a, a Hamilton soundtrack they stay out there forever I could do you know what I like, it, I like the speaker that I have maybe actually Kel Greg could get one for the kids and just hook it up to the iPad. And the iPad stay inside, but the speaker go outside. So maybe you could do one of those. Oh, yeah. Like a Bluetooth yeah. speaker. So you can control the yeah. music. And just, but I don't want to control music. I mean, they can control it too. Yeah, but I don't, don't want to be left out of scenario. Yeah. Well, for you, <laughs> see, for me, if I give my kids a tablet, uh, they're going to try to play with it. That's, <laughs> so that's the problem. Yeah. But that is true. They both have tablets. They could 
put the music on the tablet and yeah. have it through the Bluetooth be outside. So yeah. that would work. That would. I, I, I don't want to share mine. I like mine. <laughs> I was like, maybe they can get them their own. I was thinking about that because we have one of the, we have a radio in their room and then we have a um, karaoke machine that can play stuff. But every time I turn on the karaoke machine, it's like, oh, now I want to use the, the microphone. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That's not what I came up with. No, they listen to the radio. And if I give them, they if like they're that. doing work, like schoolwork mm-hmm. things, and I'm not down there, they'll turn the radio on. That's good. We need to get into more music because my kids love music. They, the poor kids can't dance. Uh, like, I realized the other day how to do that moves. they've got become accustomed. That neither of them speak and really speak any language aside from the basics. They know some basic Irish. They know some basic Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tegan knows some really rudimentary um, French, but they don't actively really speak anything other than English right now. But they have gotten accustomed to me listening to Spanish stations. So now they turn on the radio and that's just what's on. They just leave it. Oh, that's cool. And they'll listen. That's a good way of learning. I I need to. I need to I'm pretty sure they have no idea what's being said or what's happening. But they'll, they'll listen now, which was not the case before. Sierra <laughs> um, was not about that. <laughs> in the car today. Because, you know, I listen to my um, podcast and don't even care that what they're talking about my kids are getting. That's only, it's the best way for my kids to have conversations about social justice is just listen to whatever I'm listening to on podcasts. My kids, we were listening to watching our queer kids stuff earlier. Uh, so that's why you sent me that tip. She needs a soundtrack. Uh, we would definitely listen to that a lot. Because what's the Story Pirate soundtrack is lit. Story we definitely listen to that in the car. Okay, I gotta check that one out. And sing them like real songs. It, my kids like story bots, though. I can get into story bots. I like the Steven Universe soundtrack. They like that yeah, one. Yeah, it was Um. Okay, so what's the other one? What did you say the other one was? Um, oh, no, you said she doesn't have one. She should have one. But what, what, the Queer Kids song? Or are you just talking about her stuff? Or? She's got a bunch of songs. She's got songs for oh. a lot of different. Like the theme song, every time they hear it, they're singing it for like the next three hours. But she has a bunch of different songs. So like we were talking about consent again earlier, and so she has the consent song. Oh, I, I could use um, that song. <laughs> but yeah, she's got a bunch of songs. Yeah, I know she did an extended version of the Queer Kids or something with her mom, wasn't it? Or was that a different song? I know she did a song with her mom. I was watching it the last time we watched her stuff. Um, and she can sing. Oh, so we were talking to, I was talking to the kids about like black faith and menstrual shows and cultural mm-hmm. appropriation and like how like that just in the 90s and the early 2000s just presented that itself in a hot mess of fuckery like across genre, <laughs> film, like they were watching Big Fat Liar. How they got me to watch that nonsense? I don't even know. Um, there's a thing I need to ask. You like Amanda Bynes was too old to be in that movie. I don't oh, even know how they were pretending her and Frankie, what's his name, Muniz, was friends. Like how are they supposed to be in the same grade? Like I don't. What? What in the? Oh, <laughs> uh, it was like the epitome of nineties hot messes. Anyway, but of course, the, like there's the like stereotypical goofy white guy who's like rapping, clothes is hanging off, uh, and just looking at us. B rad. That's what I call the 
So we have this whole conversation. And it actually started with conversations about the secret Life of Pets trailers from one and two. And um, stereotypes and all kinds of that. And sounded like someone was screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were talking about all of these things. And I was like, you know, and this is not just specific to movies or music. It went across genre. And so on Amazon Prime now, if you look, one of the like prime videos or prime series they have is Hip Hop Harry. Now, I don't know if everybody remembers Hip Hop Harry, but my little brother was a toddler right around the time that this nonsense came into existence. And what it is, it is a big ass bear in a costume, a la Barney style, with like gold chains and a backwards cat. And his name is Hip Hop Harry. And he's like trying to rap and they've got like break dancing. It's like a whole hot mess. And they were just like, please turn this shit off. <laughs> like, we get it. We get your point. Please stop. Please stop. Make it stop. See, this is why we need to do, my kids need to do some lessons over here because I feel like they'd be like, this is cool. I want to watch it again. And they'd be like, no. No. Hip Hop Harry is a mess. So this podcast um, I listened to was talking about a PBS special called Reconstruction. Have you seen it? So, I saw parts of it. Okay. Apparently, I want to, apparently it's good to get in on of like they talk about the menstrual stuff and okay. I was like what is he talking about oh I'm gonna look it up good thing they put in their show notes because I wasn't gonna be able to listen to the podcast <laughs> but yeah okay so yeah you you I like that you guys talk about like all the different stuff we are still slowly getting into oh that's what I was gonna say so we listened to a podcast and she mentions they have a segment a tea with Queen and Jay they had a segment on um pay black women Okay. And Jonathan goes, Mommy, Kamora's a black girl. You're a black woman. I was like, Yes, fine. <laughs> and he's like, I was like, Yeah, and you're a black boy. <laughs> you know? And then he goes, And Kyson's a, Kyson's a, Kyson's a, and I looked at him and I was like, Black boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was, he got caught. And then he looked at me like, Yeah, duh. But I'm like, why did he have such a hold on what Kaisen? I know he's lighter, but it's not that serious. <laughs> it's not like you look at Kaisen and you have to guess. <laughs> like, that was funny, though. But the fact that he got that finally, because we've been having a... It's been a while we're trying to get him to understand, like, what, like you know, because whatever. But um, finally, it's clicked for him that we're black. Um... We need to have more of those conversations. We need to have the um, sex and consent conversations more. I meant to pull out the consent book today to um, go through it again because uh, the touching is driving me crazy. Kind of touching people on the playground today. Like, please stop touching people. And talk about people's butts. That's the other thing. Damn Teen Titans. Yeah. Oh, we read the, there's a Lena Horne picture book. I forget what the oh, actual really? name is. We have it on the table because we finished it this morning. Um, so we read the book and then we watched some clips of her performing and whatnot. And my kids' only takeaway was, she was in The Wiz! So now, of course, they want to watch The Wiz again. But. Oh, oh, the original. But, yes. and part of this, 
I believe it was in the picture book, they mention how, you know, she was one of the first vocalists, African-American vocalists, to travel with the white big band um, orchestra, and how she, you know, she couldn't stay in, some, in the same places until the band leader figured out to say that she was Cuban. So my kids were like, the fuck? So it's okay to be Cuban, but it's not okay to be black? But she would have been both either way. <laughs> but, it, but you could stay in the hotels and you could be served because you're Cuban and not black. Okay. So we're so starting to understand the different levels of right. racial, like how you buy into whiteness, basically. Or how they, and they were reading about how, like, she was like, and, like, she's, she's light, but she's not overly light. I know plenty of people who are hella lighter than her. Uh, but, so, they were talking about how, like, the studios were concerned about her reading as white on black and white film. So they darkened her up. How so? But they would use makeup for her shade on white actresses to make them appear darker so that they could play... Uh, roles for made for African Americans. Wait, what? So yeah, they darkened her skin when she played role when she role played in film, particularly black and white film, so that she didn't read as white on camera. But, but her complexion was fine for other white women to pretend to be black. Yes, because they were really white. At the end of the day, they were really white, so it's okay. But she couldn't play her own skin complexion right. because. Because that is the too threatening to <laughs> Southerners in particular. So okay, all right. Okay. And I was talking about how, like, you know, she didn't want to play mammy roles and like things like that, so she refused. So they would put her predominantly in like singing numbers that they could easily edit out for sh the films that were shown in the South. I was like, this seemed like a whole lot of accommodation for the South. Nobody was like, I ain't doing this. That reminds me of um, a, something I was listening to. calling me and then she goes to to what you're talking about how, oh, is it Wolf Mommy Chatter or something I was listening to? And they were talking about um, white people with Confederate flags in like Canada. It's like, that don't make no sense. I saw one in North Brunswick the other day. I was sitting in my car. I was sitting in my car. So we went, we picked up, we go. We had lunch at Chipotle. It was all four of us. Mm -hmm. And they went into GameStop. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go across the parking lot. And I went to Five Below. And so I came out before they were out. So I sat in the car. And this car pulls up in front of this pickup truck. And I, kept, I saw it. They had the flag sticker on the back cab of the pickup truck. So I look at, and then there's a group of people, black women, having lunch on the patio of a restaurant next to the Five Below, and we are looking at each other through the car, through my windows. I'm looking, locking eyes with them. Like, if you want to go ahead and throw something, I ain't gonna notice. <laughs> but, but if and then a guy pulls up, and I don't think I think he was just looking for a parking spot, and you see, I could see him notice it, so he stopped and he looked at it like he was about to do something. I just shrugged, like, go ahead, bro. Like, I don't see nothing. <laughs> but the thing is, okay, so. Go for it. Up here is weird, too, but if you're supposed, if it's supposed to be not a racist a symbol, why do Canadians have it? 
Like, why are you in Canada repping a you? Doesn't make any sense. But even here, but so clearly, obviously, it's like it's dipped in it's deep seated in racism because there's no way that you would be carrying around that flag otherwise. It's also what is it called? Treason? Not treason. What's the? No, it it absolutely should be treason. It's treason. You should also absolutely. That's the word. It's the definition of treason. Okay. <laughs> I was like, let me get, I, maybe I should get a dictionary before I just start throwing out words, but okay. <laughs> um, and yeah. it's like, you know, it drives Neil, Neil nuts too because he had never really been south um, when we met and like, you know, going to family reunions mm-hmm. with me and things like that. We, we had spent a lot of time going back and forth between here and the Carolinas. Um, and the first time that we were going down, oh, it was 95, and you pass the, what is the Stonewall Jackson Shrine? It literally says shrine. Oh. It's like, so you just, first of all, you've already taken this a step beyond. But again, treason, all kinds of shit. Why is this even here? No. Yeah. And it, like every time we pass it, he like loses his mind. It's like, well, <laughs> you should really be accustomed to this by now. But welcome, welcome no, to- it shouldn't be here. But you should be accustomed to it by now. Welcome to blatant racism. <laughs> like we just like to put ours out on parade for you to know where we stand. There's a question of which one you prefer, though. Do you like it subtle, or do you like it blatant? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Okay, so let's talk about what do you want to do? Do you want to take a a month break and come back and try to figure out how to record? We might be in full swing park mode by May. Yeah, I think May is going to be hectic. We can come back in June. Okay, we can try for June. And then like I said, do a 10-part series of something else or maybe we can have a meeting beforehand and talk about uh, what kind of things we want to explore, or maybe we can have the group, our lovely active group. You know what? That's sarcasm, but oddly enough, the group has gotten a little more active in the past couple of weeks. <laughs> Some At of, least online. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Been trying. So trying maybe, to keep it going. So maybe we can get some requests going and people can um, join in some of the conversations we'd like to have. Like I said, we only have like seven people listening, so it's not that big of a deal. But, you know, it's something. So late June, we can come back and we can talk about whatever else is going on. Maybe we could have some more free play conversation. Oh, we could talk about this experience of doing these 1,000 hours of outdoors. 1,000 hours. Yeah. Um, We have that book we're supposed to be reading. That is so loud. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The um, barefoot and... No, that's not what Balance it's Balance and Balance Did you start reading it yet? I did. I tried. I'm, I'm not. It's, I'm bored. Sorry. <laughs> I can't do it. What are we talking about next week? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not going to make it. What is the other book is. you're reading? The book that I'm reading mm. right now is There's No Such Thing as Bad Weather or some, something along those lines. And all these books are written by white people. But it's, it's an extension of the same concept. In fact, she re- 
references balanced and barefoot. Uh, I think it was the second chapter. There are any books of this type of discussion about outdoor time and stuff for white for black like written by people of color, right? Not that I'm aware of. That's interesting. Not that I'm aware of. I think also it's kind of like at least the balance in barefoot. No, that's not true. I'm I'm mixing that up now with a thousand hours. I was getting ready to say, um, I think that came out of started out of the blog, but I'm mixing the, the, those two things up. Um, the thousand hours person was inspired by the balance and barefoot. Right. Okay. And her blog is blossomed into Facebook group and other things. Okay. But. Yeah. I mean, not the because it's just. I mean, I guess it's a very American thing to encourage your kids to go outdoors because in other cultures kids go outdoors so like the encouragement for us I'm not surprised that it's not like you're not going to find a bunch of black people in spaces like these but hopefully one day well I mean somebody sent me something of like black hikers doing things have you seen those? They do very early in the morning, and I know that there's a reason for that in mm-hmm. terms of the sun, but mm-hmm. I would gladly take a little extra heat. <laughs> to be out, to, <laughs> to get a nap, and make sure. At 11 a.m. But Harriet Trekkers was a group they of women who were... strike me also as very hotepi. Yeah. Well, I could see that. But you know this group... But if somebody we know to not be hotepi... <laughs> Wants to start a wants to get together. Yes, we will listen. Come and support you. You know, join you. What we need, we need this. I don't want to write it. I don't want to be the person who spearheads it. But this needs to happen. We need to have a apocalyptic survival like group, for especially for kids. <laughs> and it needs to like building, excuse me, building fires, foraging, and all from a um, decolonized. Uh, what do you call it? Revolutionary like standpoint. We need that. That could be like the next wave of like girl scout, like not girl scouts, but like the scout, like scout thing. That would I would be I would be like all for having a chapter of being part of something like that because I'm so ready. Like, what are the skills that we should be preparing our kids well, for? If technology like just wide. Well, in the meantime, <laughs> I mean, she's obviously not black, but if you want throw your kids out into the woods to get some extreme scouting information, survival skills. Lucy is probably the one to talk to. She keeps telling me <laughs> I don't want to go camping. She, she keeps telling me about how her her parents put her in Polish scouts when she was a kid and they would like literally like drop them in the middle of places and be like, find your way out. is you know my car tells you I mean most cars might do this now tells you what direction you're going in yeah so Jonathan's been focusing on that like he's we're headed southeast all right and I want like that's the main thing like direction I when I got to this park to meet you today and I was like how did people do this before <laughs> GPS like I would have never found this park my mother-in-law still travels with MapQuest oh shit uh, that's 
She's gonna get an accident. And she <laughs> she inevitably like she's always having to like stop and call or or have somebody come find where she is and lead her the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Or like when she came here, we actually all had to leave the house. And then Neil got in with her and drove her back and then actually no, he drove her car, she got in the car with me and the kids, and we drove back in. <laughs> When we first moved to New Jersey, my mom would get lost anywhere she went. But that's how she learned, like, back roads and how to do stuff. She figured everything out. But, like, it's not like she went, like, we didn't go to South Jersey. Like, I wouldn't yeah. have come to, like, your house and no one would have go. Actually, no, I could have gone to your house. But we weren't going to playgrounds. We weren't going places that, you know, like, she wasn't looking at a map either. It was more like somebody told her, like, you turn here and then you go here. Like, you know, write your yeah. notes. And then I remember when I started driving and I used to do the map quest thing. New Jersey doesn't have names from what most some of their streets. Yeah. I get lost. Yeah, so and then <laughs> they are there. They're often in like really weird spots. Yeah, not on the corner itself. Or sometimes like, it's they, turned, so you're like, okay, yeah. so am I on the street or do I have to turn on it? Ugh. But yeah, so GPS came along. I was like, I can go places. <laughs> and I, I remember when I first had the TomTom, and my brother-in-law wanted to borrow it. My mother-in-law was asking me, and I was like, I. I I can't, I can't get to work without this. I feel so bad because it was like going on a job interview and I was like, I need my TomTom because I don't know how to get anywhere without it. But yeah, so now it's like Jonathan wants my phone up and I'm, we got to learn maps, direction, and just kind of a, a few survival skills, especially the fire. Like, I don't want to use matches, but I want to learn how to build fire. Where did come in? We're almost done. <laughs> so yeah, so that would be lovely. Like I still remember listening to whatever the name of that show was with W. Kamal Bell when they had Dream Hampton on it. She was like, my apocalyptic liquid still is that I could drive, fly an airplane, or she couldn't. Was it she could pilot like a helicopter or something? I was just like, oh look, we need By the these time skills. <laughs> shit goes down, we all gonna be in trouble if they can hit the power switch on this uh, electric systems and we all going to be out of luck. Yeah, that's what we Cars mean. aren't going anywhere. That's true. Okay, so <laughs> aside from that, so my sister is always like, oh, you'll be fine because you can cook. And I'm thinking, but I don't kill the animals. So, like, <clears throat> I'm going to need to learn how to, like, defeather or whatever you call it, a chicken? And how to, click like, kill it from the like that i don't know if i'm pretty equipped for that i'll become a vegetarian real quick if i had to kill my own food <laughs> they're like you know maybe they're right maybe these vegans have something <laughs> maybe i should just eat i would try to relactate <laughs> oh man but yeah I, but i would love some like skills so maybe we should talk to this maybe that could be one of our goals for this fall it's like getting out and doing a couple more survival things. I just, I'm not equipped for it. Even first aid stuff, I still haven't made like, I mean I have some things, but we still haven't made like our own like first aid stuff. I don't, we wouldn't know how to get that stuff. Where am I going to get my beeswax uh-huh. and my shea butter from? <laughs> I'm fine, I could, I could build a fire and melt things, but where am I getting this? How am I going to make my own essential oils? <laughs> 
And watch Naked and Afraid and learn what not to do. <laughs> That's why I like the herbal stuff, like being an herbalist. Like, at least foraging and herbalist, like, I can figure out what's, like, what grows everywhere. So herb berries is helpful. That's coming along. I'm trying to, I'm getting real nervous because I'm trying to build, like, put stuff in our um, garden. I want to start planting stuff. But every time I think, I was like, there's a fox that frequents our garden. There's birds always in get, the though, like, little, like, chicken wire fence mm -hmm. That's what to I go around or even so just to, like, little, intentionally yeah. make a spot. Yeah. Because the fox, the squirrels, the birds, and that's what I know about. I'm sure there are other stuff that's going to be, that lurks around. So as soon as I start, well, so, but then I'd have to, okay, so we'd have to make, build a fence to keep that stuff contained. I was looking at somebody was posting her spinach, like, from yeah, her garden. Yeah, every day. Oh, 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 we gotta get this up. I gotta bring yeah. myself up tomorrow. Yeah, I'm toying with having my mom come and help me garden and grow. I was like, does that sound like a good idea? And he's like, no. <laughs> We don't get along enough for her to stay at my house for a couple of days to put, put out a <laughs> green thumb request. <laughs> oh, maybe I turn it into projects. Come over and learn and let's garden together. <laughs> but the thing is, I got to make a garden bed. The other place that I was we almost bought the house for I had it already I've, done. I've been taking pictures of all the shit growing up around my yard and sending it to. Um, there's a plant identification group. Oh. What is this? Oh. People are like, oh, you want to get rid of that. That's invasive. Okay. And then I send the kids out. Here, take these gloves. Go pull that out. Put it in the chair. <laughs> oh, we're, we're, just, we're just getting rid of everything. But that would be a good idea. Um, in our backyard, it's so pretty right now. Like, all the trees have budded. But I'm like, I don't know what these plants are. They told, the neighbors told my husband that there used to be fruit trees in our backyard and the people who moved in, who we bought the house from, they dug up a lot of them. So it didn't seem like they dug up all of them, but I don't know what was dug up. So I was waiting for this, you know, what season to come so I could okay. see what blooms. But a lot of the stuff back there just seemed like it's just flowers, but they're pretty, but. Yeah, the kids had a bunch of flower seeds they wanted to plant, so. Keep saying I'm gonna do it this week. I will do it before the end of the week. We get two days this week that we have time. I was trying to plant the chickweed, uh, figure out where to put the chickweed, and then if we do the violet for um, herb fairies, and then I've been I've been holding on to a avocado for the past week or so seed, and I'm like, okay, am I supposed to plant this now? I need to go watch a video on how to plant the avocado seed because it's just been sitting with the three sticks in it yeah. in water. And I know it said at some point, plant it. I don't know if I missed that point, but it's okay. Cause Did it sprout yet? Is it supposed to sprout before? I think so. Oh, it's, it looked like it was about to crack and then it hasn't done anything else. So I don't know if it, maybe I didn't do it right. <laughs> I literally just poked toothpicks into it and let it sit on the water. And every time the water goes down, I just fill it back up so it can be touching the seed. I'm like, I still don't know what I'm doing wrong. I also had it soak in the water for a little bit. Was I supposed to, like, peel it or something? Take off the outer shell? Yeah, it started cracking. But, again, you would think I'd be better at this. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, this thumb is not very green. I'm not going to call it black because apparently that's not a... 
good term. But, alright. Excuse me, I yawned all through that sentence. <laughs> but yeah. Alright, well, we chatted. I don't know if this was a specific topic that we discussed. If we want to record again, we jumped around. Uh, this is basically how conversations go when we do, we're not recording. <laughs> we just talk about whatever. But it gave, it, I think it gave insight into like what we do. Um, I, w- I meant to talk about, what was it? What is it? some of the other things that we've been exploring outside? Oh, oh, my son asking to go to school. And now that's turned into me suggesting that maybe we do more. not classes but more learning sessions so sit down and actually teach him stuff so that he's asking to be taught which is still child-led um so now we're going to be more intentional with learning um because going to school is not on the table at the moment um and i could be like well isn't that child-led because he requested to go to school and not keep in mind that he requested something without actually knowing what that is I am tempted though to take him on a tour of a school to kind of, if I could sit in on a class, we would do that so he could see what a day is like in school. The ch- the problem is I don't want to be put into any system. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, at this point, really until they do something about making schools developmentally appropriate. Among other things, I see school as a health issue. I should, did I share the article about the woman and like how kindergarteners or kindergartners are expected to be like reading and doing all this stuff by certain? I remember. Years? I mean, I know, I know, a lot of people have gone through this, but I remember specifically someone um, who I was fairly close friends with. Her child getting to the point of having to be. Um, they were discussing putting him on anti-anxiety medications because the school stuff and being on the computers and the test prep and it was just so stressful for him in kindergarten and I was like I can't I can't yeah that would be Jonathan Jonathan doesn't like to sit still for a long period of time he doesn't pay attention he likes to run around which I think is fine all I took that take that as is that we need more outdoor time and I don't. I couldn't imagine him having to sit down and listen to somebody, talk to him and other people in the classroom and the disruptions, and actually take in or learn anything from those moments. I think he'll learn that he's a disruption more than anything else. Like Kamora, I have no words. Like she can sit down and she'll absorb whatever and she'll be fine. At this point, who knows how she'll how she'll evolve over time, but. Kaisen would be probably at, saying hi to like every single person. <laughs> it'll be like the janitor will be walking by, hi, what's your name? And he'll probably be in trouble for that. Like the way, the more I see the things that kids get in trouble for, the things that they're not to like bathroom breaks. My kids are not used to being like asking to go to the bathroom or having to wait to eat. To, I mean, they do wait to eat to some extent. Like I'll be like, I'm not ready, but. I couldn't imagine them just, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe the, maybe the food would be a little more, because they do have lunch periods or whatever. 
but not going outside. No, it's lunch is like twenty minutes or half an hour. Yeah, and just sitting still or not and like. That's it. Jonathan will try to eat food off other people's plate. He'll get in trouble for that. <laughs> wanting to talk to his friend or wanting to play a certain way or wanting to not do the activity that they want him to do. I could see. And at this point, he'd be in second grade if he started school. And that would be even more expectation that he's not used to. I don't know. Testing? I don't know how they would do with any of those things. That's why I'm like, okay, fine. If you want this, if you are interested in this, let's sit down and I can... You know, I can do a lesson with him and we can do worksheets or whatever and see if that's something he's into. But he's not into, he's also not into just learning anything. He wants to learn the things that are interesting to him because his request was to learn about um, race cars and gravity. So you're not going to go into a classroom and be like, can we learn about this today? I'd like to see you try that. <laughs> Teacher be like, Sure, Jonathan, let's learn about race cars for the whole class because that's fun. But we can do that. I love that we went to the library yesterday and I had them pick out the books they wanted. Um, while I was looking for a book, Kamal walks over to me, can you help me find a princess book? I'm like, I don't know where the princess book is. Why don't you ask the librarian? So after she checked out the little girl, she helped her go find a book. She was like, what kind of princess books? And I was like... <laughs> That's Ollie specific. You can see she's four. That was a very interesting question to ask her, but whatever. So then she pulls out like two books and then all I hear come over, I want that one. <laughs> so she came over and showed it to me. So we, she checked out that and I convinced her down to I think three books. They were all limited five books because I didn't want to be bugging around too many books. Um, John, all John did was for race cars. He wouldn't settle for any books that had cars in it. They needed to be race cars. And this one book I thought would be fun, I convinced Kyson to get it so he could have three books. And Kyson had a, what, the, what was the book? He had some speed racer book today, a dinosaur book, and then a book I convinced him. I read the dinosaur, not dinosaurs, I'm sorry, um, dragons. So this morning I read both of those books and I didn't get to the other one. I was mad at them because I was like, I'm reading this and you guys are talking. Do your kids do that? Why are you reading the book? talk over you they picked up another book it's like let's read this one i'm i'm no, reading the book <laughs> i mean they don't but read alouds have been a steady part of their daily experience for most of their lives so they're yeah accustomed to that i think they do this to me often. Jonathan used to do that to me when I would read to him at night. He'd close the book on me. That's why I learned how to, I had to learn, uh, like, memorize the books. So I could read them even though he was, like, moving the pages yeah. and whatever. I've always, I've always had this stress with Jonathan with books. Like, <laughs> how does this baby want me to read? First of all, I can't read in the dark because that's the only way he's going to go to sleep if the light is off. And nightlight is not bright enough. So I just figured out how to memorize uh, what was it? Good night, moon. Pajama time. And there was another one that I had to memorize. I memorized Chicka Chicka Boom Boom, but that was because there was a song that was easier. I don't know the third one. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, you guys read it like daily. Uh, that's my goal. I'm gonna have my. Oh, shoot. Um, I made this. Um, book 
tracker. Mm-hmm. You ever seen them where they use a bookshelf and they put books on the bookshelf and you just write in the titles of your books? Uh, I'll show it to you. Yeah. So I, I put. Just, I've been keeping track, you know, like a extra planner again. Yeah. So I'm, I like this idea because I thought it was cute. So it looks like your books on a bookshelf. But you have the you write the names in as you go. Um, so I have like a hundred on a page, so I wanted Greg to print out a couple for me so I can just track their books that way. And maybe they can get more motivated to fill it in. Figured for tracking hours for being outside, I can track books now to maybe it'll motivate me to read more to them and actually read the books that we've gotten. So, all right. I feel a little more accomplished these past couple of days. Look, we almost hit an hour. <laughs> Just chatting. Right. And they want to come back inside and then they find something else to do. Yeah. So that's why we're going to wrap up so the kids can make their way inside. And we got another one in the books. I don't know what to title this one, but we made it. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Ah, what is it? We're frame of reference.